Hey, 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 happy Tuesday with Tamika. Thank you guys so very much for joining me for yet an ep- another episode and another series uh, of Tuesday with Tamika. So we are jumping into the Healed Girls series. Ow! <laughs> so a couple of weeks ago, I was sitting here and God gave me this divine download of it's going to be a healed girl summer. So we see the hot girls, we see them out there showing out and showing up. But what I know for sure is you can't truly have a hot girl summer if you haven't had a healed girl summer. So we are working on healing from the inside out. So we're going to be talking about healing our relationship with self so that we can attract that godly marriage that we know we deserve, that we know that we want, right? And those of you that are already in marriages, how do you make your marriage better? Let's talk about it. We're also going to be talking about healed from generational trauma and childhood trauma. We're going to be talking about how to heal yourself so you can produce. All of us are producers and co-creators and God has amazing things inside of us, but because we are not healing or healed, we can't do everything that God has called us to do. So look, check it out. You guys, I am doing a three I'm doing three days, a webinar. You can choose the day that works best for you. And I want you to register, register for this webinar. It is going to be completely, completely free. If you go on over to my website, www.tuesdaywithtamika.com, save your seat now. The webinar is going to be at the end of June, but you can register now. I want you to get your spot for this free webinar. We are going in. It is going to be healed and restored over everything. You feel me? Because we can't properly move on in our life until we are healed, elevated, and restored. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Don't forget to register for the webinar. I love y'all and I'll see you on the other inside of the podcast. Bye-bye. One, two, three. Tuesday, Tuesday with Tamika. with Tamika. Thank you all so much that continue to listen to the podcast, that continue to share the podcast. Have you guys heard the news? If you have not heard the news, where have you been? A couple of weeks ago, Tuesday with Tamika hit two or 4,000 downloads. So we have 4,000 over 4,000, well over 4,000 at this point, listeners to the podcast. And I just want to say a huge thank you, a huge thank you. And what this is telling me 
as you guys are out here healing or whatever, you guys are out here overcoming childhood traumas, overcoming the things that people told us we would never get over. So cheers to you. Cheers to your healing. I also want to thank you guys. We have over 75 people that have registered for the Healed Girl Summer webinar. It is completely free. I know you guys heard the intro, so I am not going to repeat that again, but go on over to the website, TuesdayWithTamika.com. Register today. Register today. Now listen, you guys. We are all about healing. The first week we talked about you can't heal what you hide. The second week we talked about don't believe the lie. Then last week we talked about tools to heal. And we are going to jump into some more healing talk. Because I know that there's many of you that are like, yeah, Tamika, it sounds good. But I don't know if healing is possible for me. I want you to go back and listen to episode 54, 55, where sis told us, don't believe the lie. The healing is possible. We have another amazing, amazing dope guest this week, and she is going to walk us through her very own healing journey. Let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all now. Grab your napkins, grab your tissue, get you some water, because this one might just make you grab your chest and say, oh my. But she's here to share her story because she's a witness and a testimony that if healing can happen for her, it can also happen for you. Hey, sis, you got a minute? Hey, sis, you got a minute? Hey, sis, you got a minute? Hey sis, you got a minute? Hey sis, you got a minute? I have all the time in the world. Okay, I love it. I love it. This is my sis Tiffany. Welcome so welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. I am so happy to have you on as a guest to share your story of just healing, elevating and and becoming restored. Listen, sis, I have already done enough talking. Why don't you just jump in and tell the people a little bit about who you are? Well, first and foremost, Tamika, I just want to let you know that I'm humbled and honored that you would have me come on your podcast to share a little bit about myself with um, your uh, audience. Um, First off, I would like to um, introduce myself as a woman of God. I am a very spiritually inclined woman. Um, I am 33 years old. I have three children. Um, I grew up in the foster care system, um, and I was adopted at the age of 10 after my biological mother passed. And um, I have grown through a lot of traumas and um, have been able to accomplish a lot of things that I never thought I would be able to accomplish and um, I'm just at a a very uh, newfound place in my life that I just want to share with you guys. Oh, Tiffany, when you reached out, my heart just almost immediately began to break as you started to tell me some pieces of your story. Um, you just, you said something right now that was a mouthful. You said you have been growing through the trauma. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is a powerful statement right there. 
And for those of my loyal TWT family that share the podcast, that share like aha moments, that is definitely an aha moment because we can grow through our trauma. I tell the clients that I work with, they often ask me if we do growth work or healing work. I am what I do, what God has called me to do is healing work, but I definitely believe that you have to do some growth work before you can get to the side of healing. So Tiffany, like I said, I know your story has so many just traumatic moments. Um, One thing about the podcast is my listeners, they truly love that I'm transparent and that I'm open So let's jump into your story of healing and what is the greatest areas that you've had to heal through in your life? Um, I would say I've I've had a lot of experiences, but I think there's one um, phrase that you actually use in your introduction of your podcast that um, would sum up what I feel the area of my life needs the most work or healing. Um, and that is the childhood trauma that I experienced, which is very layered. A lot of different layers to um, the type of trauma that I went through. Um, and it ranges from uh, neglect, you know, from my parents and family members to verbal, sexual abuse, uh, physical abuse. Um, and also, as I Uh, grew from a child into adolescence into adulthood you know I kind of started to become kind of an advocate for the own trauma for you know the trauma that was happening in my own life um and I think that has been my life work especially since I started having my own kids um I started to become more self-aware self-conscious of um the inner work that I needed to do instead of looking at everybody else in my life that failed me. It was time for me to start looking at myself to see what I needed to work on and change to, you know, kind of invite those things into my life that I knew was purpose for me. Yeah. You know, so many people are unable to heal because we are so used to looking and pointing the finger at other people instead of doing that inner work. And you and I both know that inner work is not easy, but it's so necessary in order for you to not just survive in this life, but to thrive in this life. Tiffany, you said that you became an advocate and that typically happens, right? So a lot of times when we have our own pain, Sometimes what happens, unfortunately, is we try to heal our own pain through helping others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would which you starts think that's a, what happened with you? Yes, ma'am. And which kind of, um, you know, especially because of the sexual abuse that I experienced at such an early age, um, I realized as an adult, actually just recently in the past couple of years, that I lacked boundaries. I like boundaries, and I would go through to all lengths to please other people, and I didn't really know why, mm. you know. Um, and once again, it led me to be upset and angry with the world and kind of close myself off from people 
and not really holding myself accountable for the choices that I was making and the type of people that I was um, pouring into that wasn't pouring back into me. They were just taking from me. Talk, talk a little bit about that. Talk a little bit about that lack of boundaries, because I know, um, especially whenever the onset of the trauma is right. So, uh, you know, many of us were victimized at a very young age, which is why the foundation of my company, the foundation of my business is Joel 225. And it talks about how God will restore everything that Mm -hmm. the caterpillar, the canker worm, the palmer worm, because I don't think what people realize is some of those worms are sent to us in our infancy, right? So some of those worms only eat things when they're budding, when they're little. So if you think about a flower that hasn't truly come to its full bloom and it's just a little rosebud and it's starting to develop that's the type of uh plant or or thing that one of those worms eats and god used that scripture on purpose because he let us know that even those things that happen in our infancy in utero those things that we had no control over that came to try to stop us he can restore even those things so when we have early onsets of trauma, young, you know, victimized young, especially sexual, it does cause us to have a lack of boundaries. So talk to me, make it plain for the listeners to know what does that look like in a practical sense? Okay, so um, I think the best way to describe that with the lack of boundaries is um, kind of like it's kind of hard to explain, and I, I'll be totally honest with with you guys. Um, it's a little embarrassing, also. Um, I think if I explain the type of um, thing that I went through and at the age, I think it'll help people understand more um, what talk, the lack of boundaries look like. Let's talk. Let's, um, let's free, help free not only continue to free ourselves but for our listeners. I already told y'all to grab some tissues. If you have your little ones in the room, this information may be a little bit graphic, so you may want to turn the radio down or wait till they get outside the room, but we cannot heal what we have, what we hide, and I refuse to allow people that are connected to me to continue to hide behind trauma because we're afraid of what it may, um, what other people may think about us. Sis, I'm here. I'm holding space for you. I am praying. I want you to be free to share your story and your truth. Thank you, Tamika. So, um, I, I used to live in Brooklyn, New York with, uh, my adopted mom who is my mom, of course, now she's still alive. And um, I'm actually living in Wilmington, North Carolina right now, where she's originally from. And um, I was eight years old when I first started living with her. And I was going to a school in in Brooklyn, New York called PS198. And um, I went there for about two years until we moved down here. And at that school, you know, I had a lot of behavioral issues. We were still trying to sort some things out. Um, at the time, I wasn't on med- any medication, but they were trying to encourage my mom to uh, put me on meds. So I would um, have a lot of outbursts in class. I was in special education. 
at the time because of my behavior, not because, you know, um, I had a problem learning. It was just my behavioral issues. But um, I was kind of befriended by a staff member at the school. Um, he was a custodian. And, uh, you know, I guess me just kind of, you know, looking for and wanting somebody to care. Um, I really thought that he was a friend. And he offered me a place that, you know, when I left class that I could hide or, you know, have some alone time. And um, it was it was like in a abandoned hallway, not really abandoned, but it was a hallway that nobody really used. It was a stairwell. And um, there was a little room under the stairs that um, he said he used to, like, take naps and whatnot on his break. And he said that I could use that room to, um, you know, have some privacy when I wanted to get away. And for a while, um, I can't really remember how long it was that it was just me who went to that room. But um, it wasn't that long after he started to come in the room also. And it started as, you know, oh, you know, he was just coming there for his break. That's where he took his break time. And um, slowly but surely, he kind of groomed me into um, performing sexual acts with him. Um, and those, those sexual acts range from um, kissing to oral to intercourse. And this went on for two years. And um, I feel like out of all the things that I've experienced in life, um, that, that one was the uh, was the one that's been the hardest for me to get over. I felt um, unprotected because when I my mom I didn't tell my mom she somehow found out because I was writing in it writing about it in a journal and in the journal um, the custodian's name was Angel and I was really into a show at the time called Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I don't know if anybody remembers Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but Buffy was a high school student who somehow had a love interest in a much older man because he was a vampire and he was like hundreds of years old. So in my mind, at eight years old, I was kind of like involved in a relationship like Buffy. And that's what helped me to, I guess, feel like the relationship was okay and that hiding it was okay because I related it to a show that I really enjoyed watching and um my mom she found my journal and she she told me that she was going to ask him and I begged her not to ask him and you know I, I told her that he would lie about it because he had told me that if I told anybody you know he could lose his kids because he had daughters and he had a wife. And, um, you know, that's kind of what he drilled in my head. And, um, you know, I, as a young child, I didn't want to get anybody in trouble. So that was a lot of pressure for me as a child. Um, even though deep down I knew it was wrong. And also at the same time, I was also being molested at home too. So I just kind of formed this idea that, you know, well, this is what I must be here for. Um, which, you know, kind of started the tone for the lack of boundaries, you know, 
nobody really um, helped me understand that, you know, that wasn't okay. And this is who you can go to if this ever happened. So, you know, I kind of was lost in that. And um, I feel like I kind of lost myself in those years. You know, I kind of just became like a a blank slate, you know, started being very angry with people in my life that I felt like should have protected me. Um, even now as an adult, I still kind of like discuss it with the school staff that nobody realized that that was happening for all that time. You know, they just, they just were okay that I wasn't in their hair. Wow. You know, nobody knew where I was at for over an hour. And um, it just seemed like nobody bothered to look for me either. Um, so, Tiffany, I want to take a, a quick pause and just because yes, I can feel the heaviness, you know, even just through the podcast. And I, I want to first and foremost, thank you so much for sharing your story because there's hundreds, thousands, unfortunately, millions little Tiffany's that are being sexually assaulted in this way that are being victim victimized. And I pray that you sharing your story today will help mothers, will help people pay more attention to their children. I also yes, want to, you know, it, it is, ah, it is a it's bittersweet for me because I work in the educational system and I work with those kids that are quote unquote um, at risk, right? And that are in the mm -hmm. SPED classes and I just want to submit, you said so much, Tiffany, about it was behavior. We can mm -hmm. trauma, trauma when so often you cannot educate a child that if you have not addressed their trauma, there is a mm -hmm. big push right now for trauma informed schools and for every single parent watching, I want you are listening. I want you to look up. And maybe you're not a parent, but you're an auntie, you're a cousin. You have little people that you love and that you care about. Research trauma-informed care. We need to stop putting, especially our black and brown children, in SPED classes and address the trauma that they're facing on a daily basis. Uh, address the things that we don't want to talk about, right? Because if somebody would have seen that you it wasn't that you needed to be in those special classes and, and the reason why your behavior was off the chain or so bad is because you were hurt and if somebody took the time to say hey tiffany what's going on with you how are things at home are you sleeping all right are you you know simple questions they probably would have uncovered what was happening to you at home and so the situation that happened at the school wouldn't have happened because they would have caught it. So I mm -hmm. want to, to all the adults listening, we have a responsibility to, re, re, um, to protect our children, to protect young kids. And when you see a kid, we, what I really, oh, my blow it, but it blow it, but I can't even talk. <laughs> my blood <laughs> is boiling because I'm so sick of us calling little girls fast when they're mm -hmm. clearly over-sexualized, when there's something going on. And instead of us 
looking at the adults around them and saying, why is this girl acting like this? There's nothing sexy about an eight-year-old, a nine-year-old, a 12-year-old, a 15-year-old. What is happening to this child? When we stop asking what's wrong with you and we start asking what happened to you, we can limit trauma and we can help one another heal. Thank you, Jesus. My God, I had to get that out because I feel you, sis, and I, I understand, and I understand on a personal level, and I know that there's women that are going to be watching that this is their story, too. It may yeah. not be to the degree of yours. It may not have been a disgusting uh, custodian at the school, but it was a cousin. It was a stepfather. It was a, a aunt because we ain't letting women off the hook. There's a whole lot of stuff going on that we continue to sweep under the rug. So mm -hmm. since you talked about your story and now you have so much going on, what were the steps that you've taken? Or let's keep it all the way 100. Are you continuing to take to truly oh. heal eight-year-old Tiffany? Because the little Absolutely. inside of you needs a lot of healing, sis. What are you doing yeah. to continue the healing process for her? Well, um, some steps that I've taken, and like you said, that I'm continuing to take because I believe that um, healing is something that we may do for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm different different things you know like death losing people um relationships losses of relationships um and we just always have to be advocates for our healing so that we can stay healthy and logical and um you know stay away from being emotional and irrational mm -hmm. so we can make better choices for ourselves to stay in a place of healing to not keep allowing you know trauma in so what one of the first steps um, that I had to take was to be honest with myself and to hold myself accountable for um, not not for my childhood trauma, but uh, the things that happened in my childhood that I allowed to have a negative effect on me, which in turn caused the cycle of continuous trauma into my adult life that's good and well, um, that thought right there sis because yes ma'am so good i oh my gosh that's so good i teach my clients what happened to you was not your fault mm -hmm. but the way we respond to it is definitely ours the way we allow mm -hmm. it to control us once you have the tools once you have the ability to connect with somebody, to, to hire the therapist, to hire the life coach. Now it's your responsibility and, and you become accountable for your healing. So that's good. I, and I want you guys to hear us loud and clearly. We're not saying the trauma that happened when you were a child is your fault. That, that is none of your responsibility. But mm -hmm. the way you continue to navigate through this world as a grown adult, it is your responsibility to heal. Absolutely. 
Go ahead, sis. The second, go ahead. The second um, step for me was to accept the things that I couldn't change from my past. You know, to accept, like you said, to accept that it wasn't my fault because for years I felt like it was something that I was doing. You know, I felt like I was too nice or it was because I was too pretty. So I would try to like dress like a boy, uh, wear loose clothing, and and really it had nothing to do with me. But because, you know, I allowed those thoughts and even, you know, the things that people would say, like call me fast and you know, a lot of the people in my family would say, stay away from her, you know, telling the men that, but they didn't even realize by telling the men that, that they were inviting more attention. vultures. Wow. They were inviting more vultures because, you know, these guys knew that nobody was going to believe me. Oh. So, you know, I continued to be abused, mm-hmm. you know, even years after that happened. Um. So I, I've come to a place where I understand that it wasn't my fault. And, um, you know, I also had to change my perception of the things that happened to me. Come on, sis. You know, the way I thought of them, you know, as uh, being so negative. And it took for me to get in touch with my spiritual self, mm-hmm. you know, the God in me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, speak positive things into myself and into my atmosphere to understand that there's a purpose in everything that I went through. It wasn't for me to keep to myself. Yeah. It was for me to be a better mom to my children, yeah. to be a better aunt to my nieces and nephews, to be a better sibling, yeah. just to be uh, to hold better relationships with the people in my life, even people that I only meet for seconds or minutes. Yeah. You know, I'm very intentional with um doing everything that I do and say with a purpose there's a meaning behind it um you know I just um I've always been a giver but because I've changed my perception of things I'm giving in a more productive way Mm. wow that is powerful giving because what happens when you are unhealed you try to give your way into healing so you think Mm -hmm. if I'm the nicest if I'm the kindest if I'm the hardest worker if I'm getting the best grades that some kind of way it will heal you but I Mm -hmm. love that you said you give in a productive way so your giving has intention behind it yes oh that's yeah wow sis you go ahead go ahead I'm sorry. And the the last thing that um, I feel is very important, because you also touched on that as, on it as well, is me being intentional on using the resources God has given me to receive everything that life has for me, which, you know, to sum it up, you got to put in the work. Come on. Come on. And never lose sight of why you started, which, whatever it is that you started, you know, whether it's therapy, whether it's a business whether it's uh, uh, changing certain habits in your life, whatever it is, never lose sight of, of why you started in the, in the first place. Wow. Gosh, this, that was so beautiful. And for you to have gone through the trauma that you went through, and I know that this is just a portion of your story, 
we would be on here for hours and days if you could <laughs> tell the full story. Um, so I, I really want to honor you and thank you for being so transparent, for sharing. I pray that your story helps someone else heal. And it also helps someone to reveal the truth of their childhood yeah. trauma. So often we hide it thinking that it's going to just go away and it resurfaces and it shows up in ways when we're at the red light and somebody honks at us and we go off. That's that little eight-year-old mm-hmm. inside of us, right? It shows up at the yeah. door when they run out of the meat that you went to the store and you fussing at the people at the store. That's that little 12-year-old mm-hmm. that was abandoned, right? So it continues to resurface yeah. until we heal it. I want to move into our community spotlight, but before I do, I want to offer something to our listeners and to something to you as well, Tiffany. You said it so beautifully, and I just want to add a little bit to it. Healing does not have a period at the end of it. So it's a continual, it's a run-on sentence. It continues. Mm -hmm. We heal one part of our, our lives or our story. And then there's more work to be done. This doesn't mean that you're going to spend a lifetime in counseling or therapy. This doesn't mean that you're going to have to have a coach for the rest of your life. What this means is that it's constant work. There's areas in me that don't even phase me anymore. I was talking to Mm -hmm. one of my clients this week, and it was so beautiful because she said she had an episode, but it only lasted 15 minutes. When in the past, it used to last days or hours, right? Mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. How, that's one of the key steps that you're healing. I want you guys to go back to the episode that I talked about, the seven signs that you're healing. That's one of the key steps. What used to take you forever to get over is a shorter healing process. It's a shorter time. Tiffany, phenomenal woman that you are. I definitely don't want to leave this podcast with people thinking that you're just a woman that has endured horrific childhood trauma because you are a woman standing on her own two feet. You don't stand in your story, but you stand on it. And because you are standing on your story, it has allowed you to do some amazing things in this world. So talk to me about what healed, elevated, and restored Tiffany is doing these days, girl. It's time to brag on yourself. What you got going <laughs> on, sis? Thank you. Um, so I have a business that I've been operating for about the past 12 years. It's a sole proprietorship, and it's called With Love, um, where I provide private care of all kinds. Um, I I'm a CNA, but I also provide extended services because I have a lot of different trainings. So I also provide PPOP, wound care, um, a lot of different things that, honestly, LPNs and RNs offer. Um, I've been blessed to work with all kinds of people and be a part of a lot of different trainings. So, um, you know, and I just love what I do. I love taking care of people. So whatever people need me to do um to provide comfort and care in their home and that's that's what I do um I also have a cookie business called cookie heaven and um 
I've been operating that during COVID. That was something that I picked up because I had lost a couple of clients. Um, I went to culinary art school when I was younger, so I love to cook and I love to bake. And I make some bomb cookies. Like, bomb cookies? Really addictive. Yes, of all types. I have banana pudding cookies. I have um, old-fashioned oatmeal raisin cookies. It's my mom's recipe. And the best chocolate chip cookies that you could ever imagine. And I use dark chocolate and semi-sweet chocolate chips in my chocolate chip cookies. And um, I use local molasses in my chocolate chip cookies here from Wilmington, North Carolina, Eagle Island. And, like, my cookies are just like no other because of it. So I have to give a juice to them. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so if you guys check me out, I have a website. It's called cookieheaven2020.com. And you can see the many varieties of cookies that I have. Um, Right now, the business is on pause because I am revamping. But um, if you place the order, I'll be willing to fulfill it. So, um, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing right now. I've also done um, a few modeling shoots for a friend of mine. She has a clothing line called No Pride Apparel. And she's all about inner work and healing, and that's what her clothing represents. So I want to shout her out as well. And you guys can check her out at nopridapparel.com or npa.com. Yes, we are going to make sure that we have all of Tim- Tiffany's information in our show notes, as well as her sister's our sis information in um, our show notes. You guys already know what it is. Here at Tuesday with Tamika, we believe in lifting as we climb. So there ain't no shade, nothing but love. I am so excited about what else is going to be coming for Tiffany. You are doing such amazing, beautiful work. And I want to leave the podcast with this thought before Tiffany gives us our final wrap-up word. Um, I want to say that nothing was wasted. I don't know if you guys realize how her being a little girl that was hurt, that was traumatized, that went through probably the hardest thing that any human should ever have to go through. She has now been someone that helped people that are hurting, that are going through a rough period in their life. That's how wonderful our God is. That's how much he loves us. He truly helps us to turn our trials into treasures. Y'all, that's not just my tagline. That's what I know for sure. I know that when we put our trust and our faith in God, he will help us to turn our trials into treasures. He he wants us to be fully elevated and restored. So Tiffany, Thank you, thank you, thank you for showing up in this world, for not shrinking, for not allowing the hurts and the pains to stop you, and for truly living your calling and your purpose. Listen, when you said banana cream uh, pudding cookies, I almost lost it, because that's my (laughs) lick right there. (laughs) I was like, my God, where do I put in my order? Listen. That sounds amazing. And I, I kept also kept hearing as you were talking that there's healing even in your cooking. God has allowed mm-hmm. you to love people through the way that you cook, the way that you serve people. So continue to show up, sis. Continue to be great. Continue to walk that line of healing. Before I let you go, and I'm like, I don't even want to end this conversation because it's been so healing. It's been so beautiful. 
I like to ask all my guests that come on the show, what does living a life to inspire and not impress mean to you? I think that living a, living a life to inspire and not impress to me is just being yourself, um, being transparent with people. Um, no matter what you may think they may think, they might actually be quite surprised. And you may be surprised at the way they respond to what you um, open up yourself to sharing with people. Um, and I think also to inspire is to know that everything that you are, everything that you've been through is meant to inspire. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with you. God loves you. And I love you. I love you very much. Oh, my goodness. Tiffany, I love you. And I am so grateful that our paths were able to cross. TWT family, I absolutely adore you guys. I could not do this week after week. We could not have reached 4,000 plus downloads if it was not for you all liking, commenting, sharing. So please go over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Please share the podcast with at least three people this week. I know you guys all know someone that needs to hear this message of hope, this message of healing. Please continue to live a life to inspire and not impress. Continue to lift as you climb. Continue to allow God to turn your trials into treasures. And trust me, sis, we are on a road to healing and restoration because that's what God wants for us all. Hey, y'all, we Amen. about a week. Hey, man, we are about a week away from this Hill Girl Summer webinar. Do not miss this. Do not miss this, y'all. I'm coming with that five. Y'all already know how I do. I didn't even put the E at the end of it because it's going to be so hot. So it's free. It's completely free to y'all. Go on over to TuesdayWithTamika.com. Register for the webinar. Also, if any parts of this podcast triggered you, if you feel like, my God, Tamika, I need to talk to somebody, email me at TuesdayWithTamika at gmail.com. I ain't talking about charging you for any of my services. I'm talking us just talking as two girls that have both been hurt and that need to be healed. I'm here for you. I am your sister in this healing journey. Y'all, it's a heal girl summer. Let's get it. I love y'all. Bye-bye.